Welcome back to Learn to Adult, the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and I am here to guide you through this wonderful experience known as life. Ah, I'm so inspirational. <laughs> All right, so I did a podcast a couple weeks ago about grocery shopping, and the number one feedback that I got was, okay, yeah, that's all well and good, but I don't know how to cook, so I don't know what to shop for to cook things. So obviously, I needed to remedy this situation pretty quickly. So my idea was I was going to have someone on to help talk to you about how to, you know, what you would need in the kitchen and what you would need for recipes, and I found that. And I got the whole conversation. It is over an hour long, so I'm going to split it up here. Um, I found a wonderful professional cook. His name is Jonathan. And he is going to join us for this week and next week talking to... First, this week will be all about the things that you need to set up in your kitchen. At the very bare minimum, the tools that you will need to start your cooking basics on the journey to being able to cook. Without any further ado... I mean, there was no real ado in the first place, but uh, we're going to jump right into this conversation that we have. If you guys have any questions, wait till the end of the podcast. I'll tell you how to get a hold of me. Ah, all right. Let's get started with Jonathan. Here we go. All right. So we are here with Jonathan, who is going to walk us through some of the finer points of hopefully cooking and maybe just not setting your kitchen on fire. Uh, Jonathan, say hello to the lovely audience. Hello, lovely audience. Yes. Um, and why don't you tell us all what you do? Okay. Um, well, I I am a cook. I am not a chef um, because I've never been to school. Um, I was planning it at one point, but I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, but I have been doing I've been doing this for about half my life. Um, I actually got started working in a nursing home, um, and I eventually worked my way up to actually cooking in that nursing home, started working in different restaurants. Um, I've always loved cooking. Um, you know, I'm, I don't want to, I hate to say that I'm self-taught because I'm not really. My mom and dad instilled it in me pretty early, and, you know, my Mom and dad are both great cooks. My dad is, you know, what a grill master in a lot of ways. <laughs> and they were always showing me how to do stuff. And I just always wanted to learn. And, you know, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I wanted to learn how to cook because I you know, I like eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love I love food. So I'm like, well, I need to learn how to make my own stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? I think that's, and that's with, when you move out of your house, it's just one of those, if you uh -huh. never learn to cook, it's, oh, wait, how do I make food happen? Help. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I, I wanted to be prepared for that. You know, I wanted to, I didn't want to be one of those people that, you know, moved out at, you know, 18, 19 years old and didn't know how to do anything. I wanted to be able to get into my own place and be like, all right, well, let's cook dinner and I could do it. So I started learning and then I you know, took it a step further and I'm like, okay, I actually want to, you know, Hey, you know, I can get paid to do this. Yeah. That's cool. That, uh, I would love to do that. That's I, pretty awesome. I just sit around binging on like food network sometimes. I'm like, I could do that. I could not do that. No, <laughs> no. Hey, I watch stuff on food network and I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I know how to do a lot of stuff, but you know, I think one of the main, I think one of the main things that a lot of people might be able to take away from me doing this podcast is that I am very good at um, 
I do a lot of I do a lot of cooking of food that is normal food, I guess you could say. You know, I don't do five-star quality meals. You know, I probably could do some of that because I'm just I, I'm kind of a natural learner in mm-hmm. the kitchen. You know, when it comes to food, you know, I just if I don't know how to make something, I can learn how to make it really quick. You know, but I like to make comfort food. I like to make southern style food. Um, that's really my main passion, uh, mostly comfort food. I like taking things that, you know, foods that you had when you were a kid, but you don't really think about anymore and putting a twist on them to make them appetizing again. Ooh, like what? You know, uh, like I make an amazing meatloaf, you know, and meatloaf, meatloaf is one of those meals that everybody's like, ugh, it's meatloaf. No, when you do it right, it's meatloaf and it's delicious. Oh, I love my meatloaf night. I love my meatloaf night. So, you know, just, I like taking simple things and putting a little twist on, you know, like, like my meatloaf, I add, you know, about half a pound of bacon to it and like a homemade barbecue sauce and different things like that. And it makes it stand out, you know? You do things like that, and you've got a meal that is comforting for your soul, but also tastes really good. And that's what I like. You know, my philosophy in life has always been one good meal can change a person's life. Mm. Yeah. Uh, first of all, yeah. I'd like to say that I'm really glad that I ate dinner before we started talking because I'm already starting to salivate, and I'm glad that I'm not hungry on top of that. So, <laughs> bacon meatloaf. Ooh. So. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. So, okay. So you said that the difference between a professional cook and a chef, uh, is it just schooling? Um, it basically it's getting a degree, uh, from some sort of, you know, higher learning institute, uh, you know, Cordon Bleu, some sort of chef school, you get that degree, you're able to call yourself a chef. Now, a professional cook is somebody who's just been doing it, knows how to do it. You know, sometimes you can work your way up to chef because you can get like a sous chef. Sometimes you can get like a job as a sous chef, which is basically, um, a sous chef is basically underling to a head chef mm-hmm. at a restaurant, basically like an intern gotcha. position. Gotcha. You can sometimes get a job as a sous chef without a degree without any sort of degree, if you have enough experience and knowledge. And as a sous chef, you can work your way up to head chef and you would have that title. Um, I never really, I mean, I understand the distinction. The distinction I think is important in a lot of ways because it, it shows that this person has not only worked in the experience to get it, but also has worked in the classroom to get it. Mm Um, and you know, that is important, but at the same time, to me, titles aren't as important, you know, show it, show something through your actions. You know, if I see you working hard, then okay, you work hard. It doesn't matter what your title is. You know, I've known people who were chefs who were terrible. Oh, I gotcha. And And I think that's in every profession, really. Like you've got, you'll find yourself underneath somebody and you're just like, how did they get there? I can do what they do, but somehow they have that extra little push that you didn't and like a p- that extra piece of paper or a couple pieces of paper, you know, the, the graduation and you're like, no, wait, how is this happening? So I, I could see that being the same way in the, uh, the food industry. Yeah. And it is, you know, but I mean, that's, 
I'm there to feed people, not just make food. Right. You know, it's not just that I like to cook. I like to feed people. I want people to eat the food that I'm making, and I want them to be full. And you, you want know? them to be happy too, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I'm from, see, I'm from like, I'm kind of from the country. I'm not super, super country, but I'm from out there in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. When we eat, there should be a lot of food on the plate. You almost shouldn't know what exactly. color it is. And that's a serving. Like, that's, there it is. Yes. And so those $200 plates, like, we've been to Las Vegas and I'm paying for this fancy meal and they bring you out like a tablespoon of steak and you're like, where's the food? Yeah, this like is, that is not a meal. No, I'm like I barely got a taste of this. This was des- like this yeah. was barely an appetizer. So I read yes. you. I feel you. You know that, and that's that's what I like to do. You know, I want people to feel comfortable with what they're eating. I don't want them to have to guess what they're eating. You know, if I bring somebody out a plate of food, I want them to be like, "Oh, okay, I know what this is. Oh, this is delicious. Thank you." Yes. Okay. And I'm going to use that to brilliantly segue us huh, into okay. first time cooking because you don't want to like, because whenever I think about first time cooks, I, I, my, my imagination always kind of goes from not just feeding yourself. Cause usually it'll just be like, I'll just pick up McDonald's, but it's usually to the person who's decided to cook for another person. And mm-hmm. I always think if you don't know how to cook, sometimes I'm always worried that that person's going to bring out a plate of something gray that they're not sure what is and tries to present it to person like, Hey, look, I spent all day cooking this. What is it? I'm not sure. So, I mean, <laughs> what, um, I, I mean, there's no real way to like, bl- like lightly go into first time cooking. Like what, what, no. if you don't have any cooking experience, like your parents never cooked somehow you got all the way through life, never learning how to boil water. Like where, where would you suggest someone started? Well, uh, huh. Well, you know, actually, I think the first place that we should, that everybody should start in this journey is you need to know your kitchen. Mm, yes. I think that this is very important. Um, know your kitchen, and more importantly, you need to stock your kitchen. You need to have things to be able to cook on. And this is the first thing that I have on my list because it's important. Now, there is a lot of kitchen equipment. There are, you know, you go to Walmart or Target and walk down the Homer aisle and there's stuff everywhere. Yes. Now, if you don't know cooking, if you're trying to learn, there are some very, very simple things that you should own. And it's not a very long list. I mean, it's, you know, like maybe eight items. All right. And you can get by with those eight items for quite a while. It's like, okay, first off, get yourself a spoon set. And these are serving spoons, the the plastic serving spoons. Yes. You don't need to spend a lot of money on it. Okay. Get yourself a cheap set. It's like $10 maybe. You're going to have everything you need in there. It's going to include, it's going to include a spatula. It's going to include a couple of serving spoons. And speaking of spatulas, get a metal spatula. Now, most serving, most serving spoon sets come with one that's going to be plastic. Get a get a uh, get a metal one. Like just, you're going to have to buy it separate, but get a metal one. Trust me. You know, always need one of those. They're better for flipping meat. 
Ah, and okay. you don't have to worry about the high heat. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melting of plastic. That makes sense. Get a, get a rubber spatula for scraping bowls, things like that. Get a good quality uh, whisk, steel whisk. Um, you're going to need that. You're going to want to spend a touch more money on it just because the better quality it is, the easier it is to clean. Oh, That's the main thing. Oh, and I found with uh, with kitchen equipment, it's a lot like buying really nice tools. If you spend the money yeah. up front, you're not replacing them down the road. Because uh-huh. I bought a lot of really cheap quick kitchen equipment when I was like when I was living by myself. I was living in my apartment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll just buy this like two dollar whisk, and I've never seen a whisk fall apart until that moment. And oh God, it's terrible. I when bought that happens. I bought a really nice KitchenAid one, and I've had that for years, and it doesn't look like I've ever used it. Because it cleans up yeah. so nicely. So, Yeah, kitchen equipment is one of the few areas um, in the world where you're actually going to be getting what you pay for. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things in life that you can get by with buying cheaper versions of. Kitchen equipment is not one of them. Especially, with, especially when it comes to pans. Yeah. Um, but if you're just starting out, don't spend a lot of money because you're – you're, you don't know what you're doing with the equipment. Buy something that you can learn on and then replace them down the line. Right. Buy better quality ones. Yes. Uh, get yourself a set of wooden spoons. Wooden, a set of wooden spoons is the most important equipment that you will have in your kitchen, in my opinion. They, you use them for everything. Okay. I have a set. I have, I have four really high quality wooden spoons and two bamboo ones. I use them for everything in the world in the kitchen. I'm serious. They are the most useful tool that you have. (laughs) You will use them all the time and you will have all of them dirty at at the same time. Um, And finally, okay, I'm going to talk kitchen knives just real quick. Kitchen knives. If you're starting out and you don't know what you're doing, do not buy a knife set. Do not spend 80, 50, 80, 100 dollars on a big wooden block knife set. Don't do it because you don't know what half of those knives are used for. And you're going to use them wrong and it's going to be useless. Mm-hmm. Get a chef's knife, get an eight-inch chef's knife. Get a you don't have to buy a super high quality one because again, if you're just learning how to cook, you don't have any knife skills. Most likely. Yeah. And, you know, knife skills in the kitchen are very, very important, but they take a long time to learn. Oh, yeah. I have uh, I have two Wustoff knives that I bought. They're the forged kind. They're the really nice ones I splurged on. Oh, and I still I, – I keep – I've been practicing my knife skills like crazy, and I'm still pretty sure I'm going to cut all my fingers off. So yeah. I hear you. And that's, and that's the other thing. The higher quality knife, that, uh, chef's knife that you buy – the sharper it's going to be, and you're going to hurt yourself. Yep. Don't spend a lot of money. Get a uh, get an all-purpose or utility knife. It's usually like a four-inch blade, plain, simple. It's just used for chopping. Uh, get yourself a bread knife, and then get a couple of steak knives. Literally, that's all you need because that all-purpose knife you can also use as a fillet knife if you need to. Um, but again, you know, you don't know cooking, so you're probably not going to be flaying anything because that, I mean, 
filleting something is a skill that took me almost a year to learn. Yes. To get right. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. You just need something to be able to chop stuff up. And speaking of that, get a cutting board. Oh, yes. Wooden. Get a wooden cutting board. Do not buy a plastic cutting board. Really? Yes. Huh. Uh, plastic cutting boards are too hard to get clean. And they hold, uh, they will hold blood and raw stuff in them. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I have a plastic one and I have a bamboo one, actually, I think. I think it's bamboo. Bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo, bamboo, bamboo ones are very good. Uh, wooden ones, now, you know, a lot of people say, well, wood will hold liquid too. Yeah, but it seals itself. Hmm. It may have something raw in it, but wood reseals itself. Wooden cutting board is the way to go. Uh, if you want to get it varnished, that's fine. Honestly, the best thing to do is just get a piece of a butcher block and use it. But, um, again, just buy a, buy, buy a cheap cutting board. Just make sure it's wood. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have a plastic one at our house, and then, we also, and then I also have a wooden one. Wooden one I use for meat, plastic one I use for everything else. All right, gotcha, you know? gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, now, you're going to need... Buy yourself two skillets. Buy a six-inch and a ten-inch skillet. That's all you'll need to start. That's all you're going to need. You can do everything in those. Uh, get yourself a two-quart saucepan. It's a good size. It's good to make any sort of sauce that you want or to put vegetables in to cook. And get yourself a five-quart Dutch oven pot. Now, this is basically a casserole pot. Mm -hmm. And that's important because I'm going to be telling you guys how to make a casserole casseroles are the easiest thing in the world to make once you're trying to learn how to cook um and that's all you're gonna need you can survive on those items alone in your kitchen you can survive on what one five pots and pans for a long time if you get yourself a good dutch oven pot you can use it for everything okay. and dutch oven pots are great because you can take them straight from the top of the stove and put them inside Ugh. They're so great. I, I use mine. Uh, I make the uh, as long as it yeah. as long as it doesn't have a glass lid, because oh. I mean you can put glass lids in the oven. Don't get me wrong, but if you're buying a cheap if you're buying cheaper ones, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> when you buy high quality set, those glass lids are going to be tempered. They're going to be basically Pyrex. Oh, so you can put that in the oven. Oh, I'm just imagining them shattering everywhere. Oh, that's. I don't have to imagine it. I've seen it. Oh, no. It's terrible. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's all you're really going to need to get started. You can do everything in those. I'm serious. You can do everything in those. Like, I mean, I, we have, I have probably 15 pots and pans, you know, in my kitchen. I use maybe four of them. Yeah. Yeah, we bought a new pot and pan set. Uh, they were on sale or something. I bought them, and it was just like, I used, like, these two or three pans and the other ones just now, sort of sit there looking nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's going to be one of my big things when we, because, you know, me and my brother are looking to move here in a couple of months. I'm probably going to be getting rid of most of our pots and pans, and I'm going to buy some higher quality ones, and I'm going to buy them individually. Right. You know, I was like, we don't need all these. We need like five. Mm -hmm. And you know, I can literally do everything on those. <laughs> you know, um, and later on, I'm going to be telling you about one more thing that you should buy, but I'm going to wait till later because there's going to be, I'm going to need some ex to give a little explanation right. on what it is 
and how to use it. It's a little bit more advanced, but if you buy one early and learn how to use it, it's going to change your life. All right, so I'm going to stop it right there. Uh, Next week is where we're going to pick up on the rest of that conversation when he starts talking about awesome, cool recipes and ways that you can start learning to cook. So now that you know how to stock your kitchen, you can go do that, and then next week we'll tell you how to eat some food. So stock up on some ramen. I'll fix it next week. We'll get there. Don't worry. I promise. Uh, If you had any questions about this particular episode, feel free to send me an email. You can get a hold of me, learntoadult at gmail.com. I also have a Twitter, at learntoadults. You can also find all of the previous episodes on iTunes, so please subscribe there. And if you're feeling generous, give us a, a review. I've got a couple up there, and they make me feel so happy inside. So thank you for the a couple of reviews that I've got and the feedback that I've been receiving. I have a lot of cool interviews kind of coming up. I'm very excited for you guys to hear some of them. And if you guys, if you know anybody or if you are somebody who has a really cool or interesting career, I would love to talk to you because I'm going to be doing one of the other like side projects for this podcast. We'll be talking to people with cool and interesting jobs and how they got there and, you know, advice. Because I, I think you can hear it and every time I interview someone, I want to know how they got where they are. Because if you are a young adult and you were trying to figure out how to make your way in the world, these people have done it and they can tell you the steps to get there. So, all right. So that's this week's episode. Join us next week. We will talk about uh, food. And (laughs) next week, um, if you're listening to this episode and you're about to start listening to the next one, like you're listening to this down the road, you're just binge listening to these, between this episode and the next episode, make sure you fill up your stomach. We start talking about a lot of food and we get very hungry. So I will talk to you guys next week all about the wonders of cooking. See you guys. (laughs) 